I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, October 11th. Two men are facing gun and drug charges after two separate arrests in Quincy on Sunday. 25-year-old Theodore Mayo of Brockton is charged with having a loaded handgun in his vehicle in the Star Market parking lot on Granite Street. Police approached Mayo after learning that he was wanted for threatening his girlfriend with a gun recently. Officers found a loaded Stoger handgun with a 15-round magazine and nine bullets. Mayo was charged with the illegal possession of a firearm and ammunition. And then later on Sunday, 34-year-old Malcolm Krabbenhoft from Randolph was arrested after police say he was carrying nine pounds of marijuana and a loaded handgun in his car. Police stopped Krabbenhoft after he ran a stop sign at the base of the Neponset River Bridge. Officers found the marijuana and a loaded 9mm handgun in the vehicle. Krabbenhoft reportedly has multiple drug offenses on his record. He was charged with the illegal possession of drugs and a firearm. Both suspects were arraigned in Quincy District Courts. Two kayakers were rescued last week in Boston Harbor, and first responders spoke about it yesterday. The incident happened about 6.45 p.m. last Friday. Members of the Boston Police Harbor Unit were escorting a ship out of the harbor when they received a distress call. The crews learned that two men in kayaks were in need of help at the former Long Island Bridge right near Moon Island. Officers used a searchlight on their vessel and the sounds of the men's voices to locate them. Police say the kayaks the men were using are not meant for the ocean. They reminded the public no one should be kayaking once the sun goes down. Interfaith Social Services of Quincy announcing it has received a $100,000 grant from the Yonke Foundation. Over the next two years, those funds will be used to support Interfaith's efforts to provide hygiene items to food pantry clients, help to fund Interfaith's food rescue initiative, and provide interpreters for clients who visit Interfaith's food pantry. The Yankee Foundation's contribution will also support Interfaith's food rescue program. Interfaith's food rescue pantry distributed more than a million pounds of food to their clients last year, and half of that food came from Food Rescue. The Food Rescue team is on the road five days a week visiting more than a dozen food partner sites. They collect day-old bread, baked goods, dairy items, prepared foods, and other items that are overstocked or are nearing the best by date. Some locations also provide fruit and vegetables and frozen meats. Interfaith strives to ensure that this perfectly good food gets to hungry people's tables instead of being tossed away. To better assess individuals, Interfaith established several partnerships to provide interpreter services, and the Yankee Foundation grant will make sure that every food pantry shift is staffed with an interpreter. 30 properties in Quincy have been selected to receive the 2023 Neat Neighbors Award from the Department of Natural Resources. The contest aims to recognize Quincy residents that maintain their properties in the spirit of a cleaner and greener Quincy. The contest was created by Thomas Koch back in the late 1990s when he served as the executive director of the Park, Forestry, and Cemetery Department. The winners will all receive a $30 gift certificate to a local garden center 
and a sign for their property indicating that they have been recognized. Colleges in Massachusetts and beyond knew to look out for the so-called demographic cliff with fewer students graduating from local high schools each year. The pandemic has, at least so far, proven to be another major obstacle, especially for the state's smaller and less selective colleges. Two-thirds of colleges statewide had smaller enrollment in the 2021-22 school year than three years prior, according to new federal education data. More than a third of the 73 colleges measured by the U.S. Department of Education had enrollment drop by double-digit percentages. Dana-Farber Cancer Center has estimated that the proposed new cancer facility it wants to build, along with Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in the Longwood Medical Area, will cost $1.68 billion. According to a legal notice that Dana-Farber shared with the Boston Business Journal, the building would be an about 680,000-square-foot, 300-bed adult inpatient facility. It would also include a building a tunnel underneath and a bridge over Brookline Avenue to connect the new building to Dana-Farber's existing facility. The proposed facility would be located at 1 Joslin Place, the current home of the Joslin Diabetes Center, which would be moved under this plan. The hospital plans to relocate Dana-Farber's existing 30 inpatient beds from Francis Street, where it currently shares space with Brigham and Women's Hospital. When Dana-Farber and Beth Israel announced a new clinical collaboration to build a new cancer facility, it took the medical industry, including the Brigham, by surprise. By entering into the contract with Beth Israel, Dana-Farber will effectively end its 30-year collaboration with Brigham, though the highly ranked Dana-Farber Brigham and Women's Cancer Center. Meantime, Brigham told the Boston Business Journal it also intends to build a new facility. Details of that plan are not yet available. It's still unclear where and if patients and clinicians will move. Gas prices in Massachusetts dropped six cents over the past week, according to AAA. The agency said yesterday the average is now 3.68 a gallon, which is the same as the national average. AAA's Mary McGuire says drivers are seeing more relief at the pump after a sharp drop in demand and a sizable increase in gas inventories last week. Global oil prices have been rising since the war between Hamas and Israel started on Saturday. Israel is not a major oil producer, but there's fear the war could eventually involve other Middle East nations and threaten the world's oil supply. McGuire says oil prices spiked over the three-day weekend, but it's too soon to gauge the impact of the conflict in Israel on gas prices. California has the highest average price in the nation, 5.77 a gallon. Well, Frank Chin, a longtime activist who's been a fixture in Boston's Asian community for decades, has died at the age of 91. Chin's son, Mark, said his father died peacefully in his Chinatown home on Monday night. Frank Chin was known as Uncle Frank in Chinatown because he was like family to many who lived in the Boston neighborhood. Chin was a political dynamo who helped give Boston's Chinese community a voice by spearheading voting drives from the 1970s on. 
Frank Chin even played a helping hand in Michelle Wu being elected Boston's first Asian-American mayor in November of 2021. Mark said he remembers his father's efforts to add more Asian-Americans to the Boston Police Department and help create an elderly center for the Chinese community, among many other initiatives. In 2019, Chin and his wife Kathleen were honored by the city when the Chinatown section of the Rose Kennedy Greenway was named Auntie Kay and Uncle Frank Chin Park. Frank Chin was born in Chinatown, but sent back to China to be raised by relatives after his mother died at birth and his father died shortly after. He returned to Boston after World War II, and it was the Chinatown community that supported him, a gift his son said he never forgot. Mark Chin said his family is still working on finalizing the funeral arrangements for his father. A check of business news this morning. Stocks open the day in positive territory. The Dow is up 134, the Nasdaq rising 78, and the S&P adding 22. Shares advanced in Asia. The dollar rose, the euro slipped, oil at $86 a barrel. The National Weather Service forecast for today, partly sunny with a high of 67 degrees. For tonight, partly cloudy and a low 43. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high of 68. Sunny on Friday, the high of 62. And showers around Saturday, a high of 59. The marine forecast calling for one-foot waves. Winds out of the south at 5 to 10 knots and a high tide at 10.03 a.m. Sunrise 6.51, sets at 6.08. Reminder, curbside collection of trash and recycling in Quincy is delayed one day this week due to the holiday back on Monday. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, October 11th.